Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Amy. Mick Ultra. Vinny and Amy. 105.7. The Fan. We played a really good game on the road in the division against a team that is playing well and is going to have a heck of a season in their stadium. The crowd, very loud. Just one of those environments. You know, it was really a, an AFC North kind of a showdown game. Yeah, he has. Brandon, he's played at a high level. You know, he's kind of established himself that way and doing great. And he's gotten better every week. I think, I think he's getting even better and better every week at the top of the route. Chris Hewitt's done a great job of working with him on that. And, and uh, that, that's kind of a big part of defense, you know. That's what football kind of is in a lot of ways. And I think he, uh, he sets a tone for sure. We talked about that. Love the way Roquan played. Love the way he leads. You know, it comes down to guys, again, making plays. I mean, the players deserve the credit. Lamar's a very good red zone quarterback. Goes back to the completions that you talk about, the accuracy part of it. But also the fact that he can extend the play. All those things are part of it. John Harbaugh talking about the Ravens, and in particular their red zone offense against Cleveland and beyond. Ravens are 3-1 and one on the year. Lamar Jackson, two touchdown throws, two more runs. Quarterback rating, as we talked about, was well over 142 and a half, but you get the point. It's over 100 for the year, completing almost 75% of his throws. And red zone touchdown success, Vinny. Under Greg Roman, and we're not trying to rag on Greg Roman by any stretch of the imagination. Got a little stale there for a while because the red the red zone threats, I guess, were diminished, and you know, offensive line play's been sketchy at times. But are we seeing more of an improvement or emphasis on that? And the back shoulder throws have been prominent training mm-hmm. camp, but we've seen it a couple of times. Yeah. During the regular season, but the Ravens' red zone offense potential there is what this year? Well, it's much better because with G Row, Bob. I mean, bottom line, it was it was run or were hosed, you know, because they couldn't throw it. So they're much more creative. They spread things out a lot more, which gives which goes back to you know then Lamar's even more of a threat because we've seen the quarterback draws. You know, we've seen him run the uh, quarterback lead where they pull those people and stuff, and then we've seen him throw it. So he's throwing the ball extremely well, which helps. And he's got – he does have better – you know, Andrews looks good, and then Zay Flowers is good in the red zone just because of his quickness. And then, like you talked about, they work on the back shoulder throws a ton. So um, 
Yeah, what were they, four for four, four I for think? Four yeah, down, so, yeah. I mean, that was – because, Bob, in that game, you know, in those types of games, the defensive battles, you know, when basically, you know, they had one opportunity, one opportunity in the first quarter, and they scored, you know, because if you get three there instead of seven, you know, you're up three nothing, and then, you know, you get the other turnover – and, you know, and you're converting for touchdowns, game was over at the half. Instead of being like 9-3 or, you know, you're up 21-3 and it's over. And then, you know, you got another opportunity on the interception and you get another touchdown. I mean, they're turning any turnover into touchdowns, which is uh, demoralizing for the defense and for the offense. You know, it's awesome. Uh, so Lamar Jackson having success. And he talked about John Harbaugh as well, Roquan Smith who talked up a big game yes. prior to Cleveland, backed it up in a big, big way. And if I read this correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, everybody out there in Radio Land, the Bears haven't won a game since Roquan Smith got traded to the Ravens. Yeah, they've what, 14 in a row, 15 in a row? Yeah, they lost 15 or 14 or 15 straight. They're bad, but Roquan has been a beast. I mean, in half a season, basically, last year he made all pro, and he made the Pro Bowl. But here he is again, kind of the Pied Piper of this Ravens defense. That's still minus some people, which we'll get to here, here in a second. But Roquan Smith, Jadavian Clowney said he's the best defensive player he's ever played with. Roquan Smith. Yeah, I mean, Bob, I mean, because I just watched the film again this morning. I mean, and Norm saw some of it too. That that he, If you just put on the tape and say, how's a linebacker supposed to play? Just Just – Fundamentally, you just watch Roquan, and he does everything perfectly. And, Bob, I mean, for some reason, he w- he was, like, really cranked up Sunday. I mean, he was flying around, tearing helmets off, and he was exploding into people. He played extremely fast. Extreme. He he reminded – if you put on 50 – if you would have had number 52 on that jersey, you'd have thought, damn – Ray Lewis, that's Ray Lewis. That's how good he was playing in that game. I mean, and they've had people come in and Dwight Smith build in admirably, right, from Jacksonville. Daryl Smith. Daryl Smith, thank you. Uh, C.J. Mosley, obviously. I mean, Mm -hmm. they've had guys. We expected Patrick Queen would be that player, but he's not. But he's got his own little niche now, for sure, one that's going to make him a very rich man, in part due to Roquan Smith. But this guy is as close to Ray Lewis And let's stress, when we talk about Ray Lewis, we're talking about arguably the greatest middle linebacker in the history of football. I mean, we talk Butkus, we talk Lambert, we talk Singletary, we talk Ray Lewis, Nitschke. I mean, name those guys. And Ray Lewis is very much in that conversation, if not the one that's better than all of them. I guess the reason why you kind of wrote, they're about the same size, I'm guessing, uh, Roquan and, and Ray. You know, and both run like four or five, and they're both explosive, and they're both nasty. I mean, you know, I mean, he's tearing helmets off, and and he's knocking balls. He did everything in that game that you would want him to do, and he's 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 lining people up, and you could see that, you know, when you're watching the film and stuff, and even during the games, he's talking to everybody and getting everybody. I mean, that that probably is Eric's greatest trade draft pick whatever Roquan Smith because like you said Bob they haven't won since he left and the Ravens haven't lost too much since he plays also heard John Harbaugh talking about Brandon Stevens got his first career pick Brandon Stevens going to be very prominent in this Ravens secondary well maybe because he's earned more snaps and because of injuries which we'll get to here in a second but 
We saw it, Vinny, when he got the deflection. The running back in him came out in a big, big way. Yeah, no doubt about it. He he showed uh, he showed run after the catch ability, which was which was nice. And you know the the negative I would say is. You know, the one when he got the P.I., I mean, find a damn, he, he, <laughs> find, you know, it looked lost in space. But, I mean, he's playing physical. And I think when Marlon comes back, Bob, he'll be the starting corner opposite Marlon. That's what I, you know. And then and then you got Rocky. You got all these other guys will be, you know, you got more a lot more depth then. Now, and then uh, Harbaugh talked about winning the divisional game. Ravens right now 3-1 and one in the uh, AFC North. 2-0 and on the road. Both of those wins are in the division. Have a chance to make it 3-0 and this week against the Steelers. Ravens are four-and-a-half-point favorites over Pittsburgh, who just got trounced by uh, Houston over the weekend. But reading yesterday and watching the uh, sports channels out there in the uh, TV land, Pickett might not even miss Sunday's game. He's not been playing well. Matt Canada is under serious scrutiny. Yeah. There is the OC, but you know, Kenny Pickett might be there. And quite frankly, I would think maybe Mitch Trubisky gives them a more realistic chance of competing than an injured and struggling Kenny Pickett does right now, dealing with a sprained knee. Yeah, it says Kenny Pickett appears to avoid a serious injury, according to ESPN and NFL Network, and kill and still could start, like you said, Bob, the next game. So yeah, we'll see. A hey, uh bone bruise and a muscle strain. It's going to be because I still think, you know, when Mike Tomlin talked about we're going to make major changes and what's today, Tuesday, we'll know, um, we'll know pro- when they practice tomorrow, you know, who's calling the plays. Did Matt Canada, is Matt Canada still there? Um, it's going to be, that'll, that's what is going to be interesting to see. What, what did he mean by major changes? It didn't elaborate, no, obviously, but was embarrassed by the team's performance. For instance, breaking into college, Walt Bell was immediately conducted in Indiana after Maryland drubbed them last Saturday. We'll get to the Terps who are at Ohio State Saturday at noon. Terps 5-0 and for the first time since 2001. Ohio State ranked number four in the country, coming off a bye and a win at South Bend against Notre Dame. Maryland 2-0 and in the Big Ten. Buckeyes 4-0, 1-0 in the league. Spread keeps going up, though. Was 17.5 yesterday, 18.5 today. It's 19. Damn. And a half. So we'll talk about the Terps, obviously, as the week rolls on. Orioles, they're waiting for their opponent for the divisional round of the playoffs, which starts for them on Saturday. Boy, in the whip around, we got some cool Orioles stuff to look back upon. Texas at Tampa coming up today, 308. Toronto's at Minnesota. Uh, Twins are going to win the American League. Uh, let's say we're all, we're talking about everybody else but them. We got Bochy's won three world championships. Houston's the defending champs. Tampa's got the best record in the American League since 08. Orioles are the number one seed. Toronto's got a dangerous lineup. Watch Twins just roll through everybody. And Bob, I 87 all over again. Norm, you'd, like, you'd be going to the games in Minneapolis because they said like the tickets are like 13 bucks. You know, it's, it's like... Uh, uh, it's not the Kirby Puckett years when no, you couldn't get a ticket. The baggy dome. But, yeah. you know, buddy, giving the Twins a chance. They've got good pitching. We'll get into it later in the show. You also have Arizona and Milwaukee. No Woodruff for the Brewers. Huge for them as they lose one of their stud pitchers. Miami's at Philly, Atlanta, the Dodgers, Houston, and obviously the Orioles. They sit back and wait for the opposition. It's a busy turn-it-up Tuesday. 
Orioles are waiting for their opponent. Ravens are three and one. If you want to judge the Ravens through their first four games, they're in first place in a division that we all thought might be the best in football. Now, because of injuries and other issues, might not be the case, but the Oral Ravens in charge for now. If they can get to Pittsburgh, win this one as favorites, three and oh in the division, and then three more at home. I think the Baltimore Ravens have put themselves in a very strong position of strength. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Vinny and Haiti, put your headphones in and ignore your co-workers. 1057 The Fan. Shot back snap, drops back three. Ryan trying to throw, intercepted. It's picked up on the play with this one. The five on the numbers up field. Breaks a tackle. The 20, far side, 10, five, touchdown. Devon Witherspoon. Did I pick him as my defensive rookie of the year? I know he was banged up heading into the season, right? I have to check the tape. Yeah. Could be wrong. Usually, I took Forbes Uh, from Washington. uh, Commanders. No, you took the guy from uh, Carter from Philly. Who's in the conversation. But I was talking about Witherspoon, but he was hurt at the time. But 97-yard pick six. As Seattle made short work of the Giants 24-3, Daniel Jones was sacked 10 times yesterday. 11 sacks overall for that Seahawks D. As the Giants dropped to 1-3 and three on the year, Seattle, after uh, getting stunned, I guess, by the Rams first week, they won three in a row. Geno Smith got hit out of bounds by Isaiah Simmons. He wasn't real cool with that. But the G-Men, talk about a disappointing year for New Jersey football expectations were high for the Jets. They were the most hyped team in the offseason. And the injury to Aaron Rodgers. Any quarter, any team contending, lose it. The Josh Allen gets hurt. Buffalo, Lamar gets yeah. hurt. Yep. Kansas, you know what I mean? Mahomes gets hurt. You know the drill. You lose your quarterback. You lose hope. But Daniel Jones has been the guy for a while. And he's dreadful on national television. Primetime yes. games. Their offensive line Really leaves a lot to be desired, and that was kind of an M&M-er it was on a, a Monday night. Well, Not even the Manning brothers could save that telecast. Yeah, well, did you they see, tried. You know, when Eli was talking about, you know, well, Taylor Swift goes to all the New York games, right? And Peyton goes, well, if she was here, she left. <laughs> <laughs> but a blowout game, as you heard on Monday Night Football, Westwood won. 
on the call, Kevin Harlan. So the week is over. We'll get to the standings here in due time. Ravens are off today. They're back at practice tomorrow. David Ajabo, and we'll hear John Harbaugh as the show goes on. It looks like, Vinny, that uh, his season could be coming to an end. He was put on the IR over the weekend, which means he's going to miss at least three more games. But now the chances that he plays appear to be rather slim this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Bob, when I heard Harb say that, I'm like, what? So, yeah, because basically what Harb said was he's deciding on whether to have surgery or season ending surgery. It, sound, it sounds knee like knee and ankles. Yeah. He's got that whole leg thing. So, I mean, you know, I mean, can't get a break. You know, that's the problem because he needs development time. He needs, you know, he needs to keep building and building and building, you know, and so does Oway. I mean, you know, they're, they're not going to get any better sitting on the side. That's the problem. And unfortunately, injuries have prevented Ajabo from doing anything for the Ravens. I mean, we've seen two sacks, two strip sacks, one late last year against yeah. Burrow and the one in the opener against C.J. Stroud. But other than that, it has been relatively quiet for him. So, uh, We'll talk more about the injuries with the Ravens as the show rolls on. Orioles are off until Saturday. Time and opponent to be determined as they wait for the winner of Texas taking on Tampa Bay. Tampa, remember, got off to that great start with 13-0 to begin the season. It's Montgomery against Glass now. 3 o'clock on ABC. A little old-school baseball. You've got Rangers and Rays. 4.30, Blue Jays, Twins, Gosman Lopez. Diamondbacks, Brewers, 7 o'clock, Espen, 2. Flat against Burns. Then Marlins and Phillies at 8 o'clock on Espen. Lazardo against Wheeler. Uh, the wild card round is going to be wild. It's going to be wacky. Remember last year's World Series? Right? It was the Phillies. Yeah. Not the Dodgers. Not the Braves. It was the Phillies getting to the World Series as a wild card team. So Atlanta, the Dodgers, the Orioles, and Astros all waiting for the next step there. As we talked about Terps at Ohio State, it's a kickoff at noon. Maryland National TV again. This is on Fox. Terps 5-0 for the first time in forever. Ralph Regents first year when they won the ACC championship. So we talk about that as the week rolls on. NBA, Nolan, they had media day yesterday. And I think 57 players committed to the Olympics next year. As they should. Got to get that representation up. They should dominate the Olympics every time. Who's the coach? No, and I, I pleaded. Probably still Steve Kerr, right? Because he did the World Cup thing. Yeah. Well, he was an assistant for the World Cup. Oh, or uh, maybe I'm getting it mixed yeah, up. Yeah, no, I think he was the head coach because he was criticizing Anthony Mitchell. Or not Anthony Mitchell. The well, kid. they didn't even medal this past summer. In, and Kerr was coaching that. I can't remember. How long ago has that been? A couple months? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057 is the number. Everybody's, hey, uh, Jimmy Butler looked like me without hair gel yesterday oh, for boy. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Owings Mills, it's Harry. Harry, what's happening on this Turn It Up Tuesday? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are you all today? Doing all right, dude. How you doing? Good, doing fine. Thanks for the segue. I um, wanted to talk a little bit about the possibility of who the Orioles would play in the next round. Now, I say if past performances or past performance indicates future outcomes, then I think we have to take a look at the numbers. So now head-to-head, the Rangers beat the Rays four games to two. 
But I think sometimes you have to delve a little deeper into the numbers to see a little bit more. And let me explain what I mean. Three games at Texas, the Rays were swept. And they actually only scored, on average, two runs per game. At the Trop, the friendly Trop where they really love playing, they won two out of three. And they averaged a little bit more than six runs per game. We're um, 19 runs in three games. So based on that, do we look at the straight-up head-to-head, or do you have to factor in the venue? I think you have to factor in the venue here um, because they are playing at home. And I think ultimately it will be the, the Rays that will win two out of three over Texas. And to be honest, I would rather play the Rays because it's the devil we do know as opposed to Texas, and they even though that pitcher may be down, they have some players hurt and out for the season, but their hitting lineup scares them. Oh, they got dudes that can rake Simeon and, uh, of course, Seager <laughs> and the center fielders. Uh, Garcia's had a monster season. Texas could put up some numbers, but Tampa, Harry, they score quietly, and they hit a ton of home runs. Uh, do the Rays, Tampa 53-28 at home, Rangers losing record on the road. Or whatever that means. Okay, right. not not a bad point too. And if I may, I wanted to do one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I've, been holding, I've been holding on to this one for a minute. A little bit of quick baseball trivia. So there's a runner on third, and there are two outs. There are six ways that runner can score, and I'll give you a clue. One of them is not a sack fly because there are two outs. Can you name all six? Well, I, I could if I thought real hard, and I certainly don't have time right now, Harry. I thought it was nine, to be totally honest with you. Or it was nine, nine to get on – no, nine to get on first without a base hit. That's the other one that's the uh, head scratcher. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. But, yeah, well, but I, I can give it to you real quick if you want to. Well, come on down to Pickles, and then you and I can talk about that, and then we can think about it together as you buy me a beer because that's how things work. I can do that. When are you going to be there? Uh, Maybe Sunday, not confirmed yet. I'm at the behest of management, of course. All right. Well, let me know later on during this week, and I'll meet you down. You got it, buddy. All right. There's Harry, everybody. Breaking out some baseball trivia. What was the question? Six ways that you can score from third base with two outs. Okay. Well, there's a hit. Error. Error. Pass ball or wild pitch. There's pass ball, wild pitch. That's two different things, technically. There's four. Steal home. It's a balk. Balk. Oh. I think we just named six, did we? Close enough. Yeah. Good enough. By the way, the U.S. finished fourth. Right. In the uh, thing there, because that was driving me crazy, too. Even though that just happened literally not even two months ago. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Ravens, four and a half point favorites at Pittsburgh. Orioles waiting for the next opponent. Tampa, Texas, does it really matter? I guess it kind of does. I don't know. I'm a little bit worried. The Twins are going to win the American League. Don't get mad at me when it happens. I want praise. Maryland set 19 and a half point favorites at Ohio State coming up 12 o'clock. You can hear the game 105.7 the fit. If Maryland wins, we brought this up yesterday, guys and ladies listening. They cracked the top 15, if not more. Yeah, I, I say like 12, depending on what other teams do. Because you're you you win, you're six and oh. Right. You're three and oh in the Big Ten. With a colossal win against the top five team. I think 12 pushing top 10. And then what, Illinois next week? Is that the, the drill there? Is that the letdown game? <laughs> yeah, and that's when national TV as well. But a lot going on in the world of sports. Be part of the fun. Turn it up Tuesday here on The Fan. 
Vinny and Haney's Dirty Dozen. The 12 best NFL teams according to our GM, Vinny Serrato. You're damn right I'm serious. Look, they might not be pretty, but any one of mine is worth 10 of yours. 105.7 The Fan. Four weeks already concluded NFL season of 2023. Happened last night as the New York Giants get uh, embarrassed on national TV and the Seattle Seahawks win their third straight game. So now we've got records accumulated. Now we start breaking down who's the best of the best, at least for now. Things are always subject to change. The 12 best teams in the National Football League, the Dirty Dust. All right, week four. Week four, it's a recap. One, San Fran. Two, Miami. Three, Buffalo. Four, Philly. Five, Kansas City. Six, Dallas. Seven, Detroit. Eight, Cleveland. Nine, Baltimore. Ten, Green Bay. Eleven, Seattle. Twelve, Pittsburgh. All right, so week five. How does that change? Coming in at number 12, two and two, Jacksonville. They beat... Uh, I mean, Atlanta 23-7 over in London. It looked like uh, they had just gotten off the plane. Yeah. Old Ritter didn't play too good for Atlanta. Apparently not only Ken <clears throat> Wyman. Ken Wyman wasn't the only person complaining about Desmond Ritter. Other guys on the Falcons were. Now, Jacksonville, they stayed there. So, I mean, I wonder if how big advantage that gives them because they're playing Buffalo over in London again this week. So, we got another 9-30 um, game. Coming in at number 11. Two and two LA Chargers beat Vegas 24-17. They're on by. They're on by, which they need. Now, Bob, um, Herbert's finger came through his skin when he grabbed the face mask. Mm, I'm guessing that was rather painful. Ooh. A little bone through the skin yeah. action, but he got taped up, rubbed some dirt on it, and came back out there and did what he had to do. Yeah. Coming in at number 10, three and one, Seattle. We saw them last night. 11 sacks, beat the Giants 24-3. They are also on bye. So they get a chance to get get healthy and stuff. They're they're kind of an interesting team. Yeah. Uh, Geno Smith got banged up a little bit, came back. back. Kenneth Walker, the kid, Wake Forest, Michigan State, yep. he's a touchdown machine. Scored again last night. He is. I, I think he and Bijan look like the two most explosive backs. You know? All right, coming in at number nine, two and two, Cleveland. <clears throat> they lost to Baltimore 28-3. They're on by, you know. But Cleveland's still got a great defense, and they played with a rookie quarterback. So, you know, and their defense still played extremely well. So I, I still think they're going to win a lot of games. And Watson looks like he's going to be ready to rock yeah. next game. Coming in at eight, three and one, Baltimore. They beat Cleveland 28-3. They are at Pittsburgh. And uh, Ravens, like Bob said earlier, four and four in the red zone. Not making any mistakes in the red zone, and Lamar was outstanding. Coming in at seven, three and one, Dallas beat New England thirty-eight three. They're at San Fran Sunday night. I mean, we finally got a really good Sunday night game. Dallas at San Fran. That's that's goes back to the old days where you know one team's four and zero, the other three and one. were on the line. Yeah, 49ers four point favorites. By the way, coming in at number six, three and one, Detroit. They won at Green Bay, 34-20. They're hosting Carolina. So they got a good chance to be sitting there 4-1. I love the way Detroit plays. They just play physical. And, and uh, 
What's it? Uh, Williams comes back, Bob, because of the the rules they changed on the betting. He's he's back uh, now. Oh, Jamison Williams. Yep. Yeah. So they got some deep speed back now. Uh, David Montgomery having a monster year so far for Detroit. He missed a game with an injury. Coming in at five, drop down three and one. Miami lost at Buffalo, forty-eight twenty. They're hosting the Giants. Yeah, they got their pants pulled down. <laughs> oh, they they at yes Buffalo. they did. They may must have been eating too many wings the night before up there in Buffalo. Coming in at four, three and one, Kansas City. They won at the Jets, twenty-three twenty. They're at Minnesota. They're at the Vikings this week. Kansas City. The problem with Kansas City is, is what are they only averaging like twenty-three points a game, and uh, they're they're not as productive offensively as they've been. They don't have the weapons outside, and the defense is much better, which which helps them, but. They're still, you know, by the time, and Pacheco was outstanding no. in this last game. But Patrick Mahomes didn't play all that great. No. On Sunday night. And, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But like you said, the weaponry, yeah, limited for them. Waiting Very. on Sky Moore to become this guy for some reason. Coming in at 3-4-0 Philly. Beat Washington 34-31 in overtime. They're at the Rams. Somebody's going to get Philly here soon because – they're just doing enough to get by each week. And, and, you know, they're not beating people. And everybody said, you know, they got two new coordinators, which they do. But um, there's they're not as they're not as polished as as, you know, like the Buffalo and some of the other teams. Right it is now. fascinating, though, since A.J. Brown won off on national TV, his numbers have skyrocketed the last couple of games. From mm-hmm. Coming in at number two, three and one Buffalo. Beat Miami 48-20. Uh, they're at Jacksonville in London. Josh Allen, last three games, Bob, 77% completion percentage with 80 TDs. Quarterback rating of 125.8. Yep. He heard all the noise after that loss to the Jets. Yep. And look, we were talking about it last year. He sucked in the second half of the season. Could it have coincided with the elbow? Who yep. knows? But was he frolicking with starlets? Who really knows? By the way, that Haley Steinfeld, Josh Allen drama got blown out of the water with a Taylor Swift and oh, Travis yeah. Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. But we tend to forget that Josh Allen's a badass and he's one of the best quarterbacks in football. And and Diggs, the Maryland, he, he had a big day, three touchdowns. And celebrating with beer. Yeah. Is it, he's happy now, right? Yeah, well, got three TDs and <laughs> his targets have increased dramatically. I, I guess we know how, how well, it right. You just got to talk. Pardon me, the uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease? Yeah, yeah. And Chase is trying that now. He didn't throw Burrow under the bus per se. He just said, I'm always open. And then you try to flip it into hot takes where he's crapping on Joe Burrow, which he wasn't. And he still, but maybe he was subliminally. He still uh, had seven open. catches or what? You know, he's still. He's always open. Coming in at number one, Sam Fran, 4-0. Beat Arizona 35-16. Like we said, they're hosting Dallas Sunday night. Purdy was 20-21 passing. Uh, 95.2 completion percentage was fourth all time. So, I I mean, you're throwing to McCaffrey. He's making plays. And you're running the ball up and down the field. I'm sure dudes are running wide open if you're 20-21. What, uh, McCaffrey four touchdowns on uh, Sunday? Yeah. So, overall, San Fran one, Buffalo two, Philly three, Kansas City 4, Miami 5, Detroit 6, Dallas 7, Baltimore 8, Cleveland 9, Seattle 10, 
Chargers 11, Jacksonville 12. Any issues with Vinny's Dirty Dozen? Who should be in? Who isn't? Who should be out? Who is? Feel free to get in at 410-583-1057. We'll come back, take your phone calls on this Turn It Up Tuesday. You want to crank to 12? We'll do that for you as well. Just pick a song. Nolan McGraw is there for you. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today, The Ravens Wire, doing just top of the hour. Whip around 11-15. Two of the most iconic Orioles playoff moments. Moment took place on this day, October the 3rd. Stay tuned for that. And then Scott Miller, MLB Network Radio, will preview the playoffs with him. And there's another managerial opening out there in the Angels world. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haney. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. He's still being evaluated. He's got this, there's some decisions that have to be made that he has to make um, in terms of uh, how he wants to approach the, the injury issues that he has. It just kind of, I think that's still private on his concern. So I would just say that is up in the air, that one, yeah. John Harbaugh yesterday met with the media, talking about David Ajabo, placed on the IR over the weekend, talking about the possibilities, Vinny, that he could be done for the year, three games this year. Let's see, six tackles, a sack, and that was the first game of the year against uh, Houston. And then, you know, productivity wasn't overwhelming, but still a really young player. Right. And his first training camp in two years, because he missed all of last year, basically, with an Achilles injury. Still, we had high hopes for him. I did, you did. Obviously, Mm, you've been a fan since they drafted him. Nolan, a lot of people... Now it looks like there's a possibility we won't see him at all for the rest of this season. Yeah, and then and then Bob, then he comes into year three as a rookie again, almost. You know, without that, that's what kind of sucks. I mean, you know what's crazy, Bob is is with Clowney and Van Noy, they're better and more productive with those two guys than. They've been at any time this year, training camp, whatever. They're better. Uh, I mean, it it sounds crazy, but, you know, why? You're talking about two guys that are 30 years old, but experience. Yeah, and there's a lot of social media chatter, and I don't believe or care, quite frankly, about most of that. But it needs to be taken into account because it's the people with a voice. Bateman banged up again. Ajabo banged up again. Stanley banged up again. I mean, there's a lot of guys with a history of being banged up who are hurt. I don't think always had an injury history, has he? He's been hurt a lot. You know, like he had shoulder surgery and, you know, he's had, he had missed time, but he's been banged up. So a lot of people questioning the Ravens training staff, even though they overhauled it in the off season, the Ravens did move uh, practice to later on during training camp as opposed to the morning sessions. They're now starting around 1, 30. Look, we also need to stress, too, by the way, they're 3-1 and one in first place in their division, and they're pretty significant favorites on the road against Pittsburgh this week. But, you know, the draft classes of the last few years, Kyle Hamilton's awesome. Linderbaum's awesome. Zay Flowers, awesome. Jalen Norman Davis is hurt again. I mean, that's the though, yeah. Those guys are starting to creep in here just a little. Well, bit. the thing that um, I would um, look at, you know, is 
if you're studying, what were the medical grades on these guys coming out for their draft? Because a lot of them have been hurt. Well, Bateman. He was hurt at Minnesota. He had COVID, too, right? Didn't he get COVID hammered there? You know, so, and Armour Davis was always hurt at Alabama. Oh, yeah. You know, so the thing about it is, is you look at everybody that's hurt right now. And I don't think Ronnie was ever hurt at Notre Dame, but, I mean, since he got, since he hurt his knee, he has stayed well, hurt. Well, he fractured that ankle against the Steelers three That's, years ago. Yeah, and, and he stayed hurt ever since then. So, um, a lot of it is – Bob, I'm trying – the Ravens have turf, right? Or do they have grass? It might be a combo platter. I'm not 100% just, sure. Just because, be you know, I, I wonder if – because with grass, you know, like they said on um, Carr's shoulder, because it was on grass – you know, I mean, he was back the next week because it wasn't as bad, you know, with the blow. And like Becky told me, like with turf toe, with you know, if it's on grass, and and, and a lot and a lot of it, it's the shoes with that, and on grass, it's not as bad. Like grass is much better for Achilles and turf toe, those kind of things. So I wonder maybe if they are, you know, playing on grass, Bob, when those guys get rolled up or something. Is it as bad? Because with turf, your foot sticks, you know? So maybe maybe that would be something that you got to look. Maybe the NFL PA, you know, kind of knows what they're talking about. I mean, playing surfaces, I guess, are cost-effectiveness, too. Because you can do a lot of things, yeah. you know. And, and, I mean, grass, you got to maintain it. You, you know, it well, costs a lot of money to handle that thing. Well, like Bob, when, like in Washington, we had we had grass because Dan wanted grass because that's what Joe Gibbs had or in the old stadium. But like in San Fran, we played on the baseball field, you know. And for what the first until the Giants were out of the playoffs, we we're playing on dirt, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that was difficult. That's how Memorial Stadium was way back when. Let's get out to the phones. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. Kevin Allstriker, Ravens Wire USA Today. Talk about the win in Cleveland. Look ahead to Pittsburgh a little bit and these injuries. Whip around left fifteen. Two of the most iconic Orioles postseason moments happened on this day, October the third. Scott Miller, MLB Network Radio, will preview the wild card round with him. Let's go to Pikesville. It is QQ. What's up? Yeah, good day, fellas. Well, first and foremost, man, uh, <laughs> another overhyped draft pick that my man Vinny uh, talked uh, talked big about that's injured. Ojabo now, before it was Bateman, stick a fork in them dudes. Keep it moving. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> correction, it's New York football, Bob. Not New Jersey football. Well, we don't consider it, we don't we well, don't well, 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 well. I think geographics say they play in New Jersey, my friend. Nah, That's what Cosell two, called them. Those two dudes, I mean those two teams represent the city. We I don't consider you. upstate New York. If we're gonna play that game, we might as well start calling the commanders, the Maryland commanders. Call the 49ers, Santa Clara 49ers, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Point taken. By the way, we don't want them scrubs, those commanders. I don't want any parts of that. Hey, they they in your state. No, they're uh, they're down the, in DMV. Get them out of here. As far as uh, the NFL is concerned, when do we start finding and suspending these clowns? These clowns being better known as the referees. Yeah. That game, y'all, y'all mentioned Mahomes. Y'all said he didn't play that great. He got outplayed by Zach. Let's keep it 100. He right? didn't look good at all. Yeah, he I, I, agree with, I agree with that. He should have threw 
four picks, not two, four. He looked like Josh uh, Josh Allen 2.0 from week one, but worse. If it wasn't for Pacheco, they lose. So, yeah, we got jerked again four weeks in. Not as bad time. as the Ravens got jerked the week before. How y'all get jerked? With the P.I. and the face, face mask, mask penalty. Otherwise, oh, the Ravens yeah, I, win. Well, yeah, I hit – I don't know, man, but I know this is the second time in four weeks that we got jerked. The Cowboys game, we got a, a BS uh, rough in the passer call, which led to a touchdown. And then after the game, the refs apologized and said, oops, I was bad. We should have never called that on John Franklin Myers. So, I mean, I don't know what it is, man, but you got to start finding and suspending these clowns, man, because they causing crucial games, man. Now, with Zach, I've been showing the kid tough love from, since day one. I actually wanted him out of here, but the resilience, yeah, he effed up with the fumble. I can't even say that cost us the game because the defense failed to get off the uh, off the field third down multiple times. He showed resilience. I tip my cap to the kid. I want to see if he can be consistent. Now, I think this is a trap game for us. Me personally, going into Denver, everybody seems to think we're going to blow the doors off. I thought we was going to blow the doors off the hinges with Aaron. Not this kid. So we'll see. But um, looking around the AFC, man, the AFC is still wide open. Y'all three and one, but you know y'all look at y'all schedule. Y'all face the rookie uh, quarterback week one. Treated him accordingly. CJ Stroud, Stroud has been balling yep. since week one. Since week one, week he, one he, he looked garbage. He started playing good like in the fourth later in that game. He got better as the game went along. Yeah. So y'all face the rookie quarterback. Y'all face the injured Burrows. Y'all beat up on some. Now we got an injured uh, picket. Yeah, y'all beat up on some six round bum uh, last week. Now y'all play uh, Trubisky another bum. Congratulations, y'all well beat it. Yeah. Take it easy, fellas. Right. Yeah. Here he is. <laughs> what I'll about that what? Mac Jones who's getting benched? They lost to him too. Hey, by the way, I don't know where he's saying that everyone expects the Jets to beat the brakes off of Denver. They're the underdogs this weekend. At whatever the hell they call Mile High. Empower Field at Mile High Stadium. It's Vinny at 80, 1057 The Fan. If you're on the phones, we will get to you. If you want to join us, you can at 410-583-1057. Any preference for the Orioles' first-round playoff opponent, either Texas or Tampa. Ravens are 3-1. and one. Is it being done with smoke and mirrors? And can Maryland pull the stunner? As almost 20-point dogs at Ohio State this Saturday. It started up Tuesday. Vidi, Haiti, Nolan, Kevin Allstreger next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 